haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Welcome to episode number 55 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I am managing editor at Pixelkin.org and the mother of a four-year-old who is very much a four-year-old this week. Um, I'm joined by fellow mom and publisher of Pixelkin, Linda Brenneman. Hi there. And dad of three and founder and editor of Engaged Family Gaming, Stephen Dutzman. Hey, everybody. Hi, Stephen. Hello. Uh, So my husband has been out of town for a week. And I have another week to go before he comes back. And I say this every time he's out of town. I have so much respect for single parents. I have no idea Ah, how they do it all the time. It just is baffling to me that anybody could do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've told you, Nicole, when my kids were small, my husband was the CEO of a software company mm-hmm. and he traveled all the time too. And yeah. it was like, oh my God. Yeah. It's yes. so hard. Yeah. 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 So this is the longest that he's been away. And Anna always gets a little like antsy, starts misbehaving by this time, which she has already done. And I'm like, oh my God, I have a whole other week of this. What am I <laughs> Do so. yeah, Aww. yeah. So. She misses her dad. Be strong, yes. be strong, Nicole. You can handle. It. Yes. I believe in you. Yes, at least I have a great group of friends, my village, so to speak. Um, so they help me out with stuff, which is That's really good. really cool. Tell them to take. Tell them to take her to go see Angry Birds so you can sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember about Angry Birds. Maybe I'll take her to go see Angry Birds. She loves going to the movies, so. That might be a good idea. We're going berry picking tomorrow, which should be lots of fun. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Super excited about that. Last year, when we went berry picking with my mom's club group, uh, she was so excited. Like, we're like walking out to the field, like with um, all of my friends. And Anna's like, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't, you know, just jumping around. And so when I told her we were doing it this week, she's all like, and I'm going to sit and I'm going to eat so many strawberries while we're picking them. And I'm like, (laughs) Yeah, no, that's not really the point. It's okay if you eat a few, but we should really take them home and pay for them because that's the way that this thing works. So, anyhow. Uh, So, really quick here, before we get started with the insane announcement today, I just want to say PS2 Classic Primal on PS4 now. Oh, my God. I love this game so much. If you haven't played it, you should. If you listened to Girl Fight back in the day, you heard me talk about it a lot. Uh, first game I ever played with strong female character and a good story. And it is amazing. And everyone should play it. Primal? Primal, yes. I'm, cool. I've literally never heard of it. Of course you haven't. What do, you, you, mean? Mean? What do you mean? What do you mean, of course I have it? Were you even gaming back in the PS2 era? Dude, how old do you think I am? I think I might even be older than you. How? No, how, you're when not. Were you? we, we had this discussion before. You're not. You're the youngest one on this podcast. I am okay. 39. All yeah. right. So, so, so I'm 35, fine. dear. Yes. yes and I mean that fine. in a condescending way. Did that come across? Um, <laughs> did that come across? So I'm 35. So you're, you outaged me by four years. I um, do. I pl- I owned a PlayStation Two. Um, I just never heard of this Primal game. Um, which is insane because it's a Sony published game, 
It's oh, yeah, totally first party did game. It, did it come? It might have come out. Did, okay, so here's the question: Did it come out before or after Kingdom Hearts two? <laughs> I have no idea because I don't play Kingdom Hearts. Um, probably before, I think. Okay, so it's sure. possible that it came out because <laughs> there was a period of time during the PS2 and early PS3 generation where I played World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. And as a result, I disconnected from a fair amount of the non-World of Warcraft games because mm-hmm. yeah, when you raid on a schedule... You don't have time yeah. for other video games. Um, and so if it was around that time, I probably missed it for that reason. It was definitely, I'm trying to think, I was at Game Now Magazine when it came out, which means that was 2002 slash 2003 would have been the year that it was released because that's when it came out. So seems like forever ago, but I'm so excited that I can get it on PS4 now. The, the question is, now when I play it, is it going to hold up? To everything that I remember it being. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll just have to see about that. It uh-huh. came out March 25th of 2003. I yes. was playing World of Warcraft. Uh, uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Now you have an excuse. That's all right. I'll accept that. Um, <laughs> okay. So, anyhow, you should check out that game. You know, if you have a PS4, it's definitely worth the, I don't know, whatever they sell those for, $10, $15 or whatever. Um, All right, so the huge news that was announced today, Activision revealed the details of the new Skylanders game, which is coming later this year. It is called Skylanders Imaginators, and you get the chance to make your own Skylanders in this game, which is pretty, pretty cool. I have thoughts on the business side of this thing. Steven, do you have thoughts on the gameplay side? Um, yeah, I'm really excited. Um, so much hype. Um, I talked about it on episode one of my, uh, nightly news recap, uh, which, Mm -hmm. uh, we talked about this briefly off air, but it's hilarious. I post a video live from my car once I'm parked. Thank you, Linda. Um, and uh, I go over it. And I, so I talked a fair amount about it. So you may head on over to the Engage Family Gaming.com. Uh, it's really the Engage Family Gaming Facebook page. You can see some of my thoughts. But um, the long and short of it is very much hype. I think this is exactly the direction they needed to take. Kids are super creative, assuming that the uh, apparently the, the, the number of different parts and pieces are infinite and they're all family friendly. So I'm very excited. Um, to see what utter nonsense my kids make. And then I yeah. hope to make just a complete um, rad character for myself um, with yeah. a banana head. Because yeah. there's, bana- there's literally a banana head. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you yeah. can't go wrong with a banana head. No, my Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare uh, 2 character right now, I'm working on the, the Colonel Corn, and I'm working on the Mob Cob. Just total non sequitur. Mob Cob. He has a pinstripe suit and his little corn shooting things look like old-timey machine guns. I love um, it. Yeah, I know. I love it, too. And then I put the accessory of uh, Butterpat uh, glasses. So kind of like the Butterpat hat in Mitomo, except for it's glasses. So anyhow, I love it. <laughs> um, the best part of Skylanders Imaginators, realistically, yeah. is that the pack-in um, one of the sensei, which are the figures that the toys that you buy that help teach superpowers to your dudes, um, mm. is a samurai penguin named <laughs> King Pen. Do you get it? He's uh, a penguin. Yes. King yes. Pen, but with a penguin. Um, right, right. I'm a little disappointed that it's not a mobster. 
uh, penguin named I Kingpin. So yes. I feel like it was a, a little bit of a missed opportunity. However, a, sam- <laughs> a samurai penguin, I think I'm going to roll with that. Yeah. yeah. Very excited. Yeah. Um, so on the business side of things, this is a very shrewd move, I think, for Activision. Because mostly, so there are the two figures that, that Steven mentioned, the senseis. But everything else is going to be these little toys called creation crystals, which is where you can store your made-up Skylanders. So traps. And yes, exactly. I'm like, if there are anything like the traps from Trap Team, Activision's manufacturing cost is going to plummet because those things are very simply made. They all look the same on the bottom. There's no painting. There's no anything like that. So um, this is this is pretty shrewd on on their point i'm i'm curious to see if they charge the same for these little things as they have done for their figures because if they do then that that would be complete bs but the traps they've actually already confirmed that the trap the uh the the crystals will be 9.99 the senseis will be 14.99 which is basically the cost of a fig versus like a giant or another premium fig ah so the, the the creation crystals will be the price of a regular uh, thing. And part of that, my assumption, we don't know what the crystals look like yet, so mm-hmm. they could be kind of cool. I liken them to traps. My guess is that they're going to be charging more because they're um, they uh, they're going to have more data on them. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The thing that, that I actually thought about, too, is I was... Um, reading this story is that you know when you take away the the physical the figures the toys you've got this like maybe it will probably look cool but you know this little crystal plastic type thing and it just makes me feel like you know you could get a really cool looking flash drive that you could take over to someone's house i mean you can't have skylanders content on it obviously but this feels to me like it's not that special anymore because mm-hmm. you don't have that that physical toy there, and it just feels like you know, like a flash drive <laughs> for the most part. Uh, well, what do you guys funny, think of that? F- funny you mentioned that. Uh, <laughs> one of the things that they brought up in an interview today with Time Magazine is that um, they are exploring the possibility of having you be able to work with a service to have your uh, figure 3D printed. Into its yeah. own Skylander, That's um, what I was which thinking. is what a absolutely good idea. ridiculous. Um, <laughs> yes, I expect that we will be out a lot of money. Um, there's already <laughs> a service where you can have your World of Warcraft characters turned into action figures. Yeah. Um, so, and 3D printing. I mean, it's a no-brainer. I, I'm, they were very cagey about it. They were going to mm. do it, but they don't know how many they're going to make. Which is basically means, you know, it, how expensive is it going to be so that they open it up to people? I mean, yeah, I'd spend 30 bucks to have a custom Skylander. Yeah. It's, I might it's, even spend 40. I don't know if 50 is enough, but I might spend 40 on a custom Skylander if my yeah. guy looked real cool. How yeah. much do the World of Warcraft figures cost? Do you know? Um, a lot, but they're a lot, really, yeah. but it's, but they're, but they're not. 3D printed Skylanders, like mm-hmm. they're some of them have articulation and they're like bigger, so uh, it's yeah. mm-hmm. they're expensive. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, they're yeah, they're real good. I'm super, I kind of want one of those too. Yeah, 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 cool. Yeah, so I didn't, I didn't know about that aspect, but but that's cool. Although that is an additional cost oh, yeah. on top of buying the creation crystals, so 
this is already the most expensive game ever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is crazy. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it, it's it's good from Activision's you know business standpoint because they don't have to make I don't know whatever it was fifty or whatever different characters that they had to manufacture because like I said the crystals are probably going to be a lot easier uh, to manufacture. There's not going to be as much painting or detail or any of that kind of stuff. I'm I'm assuming. Well, there's um, going to be thirty one sensei. Okay. So there's going to have thirty cent thirty sensei thirty one sensei, but that's it. Yeah. Um, so 30 more figures. I mean, the first line came with a whole bunch more. Um, and when they did giants, I mean, it, this is smaller. Yes. Um, la- it's bigger than last line because last time it was 12 and 12. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were so, all the, all the vehicles though too, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if you count, um, but maybe you do. I don't know. <laughs> I, it's, I, this is, this is small. I, I I'm, it, it's a smaller, line and you're right these things are basically just going to be traps they're going to be cheap yeah they are i'm sure that they are making these things as cheap as and dumb as possible so that they can sell them for ten dollars and have a huge margin yeah yeah i didn't even realize that there were going to be that many sensei i thought there was just going to be the two but yeah so that's yeah lots of them yeah okay so this probably is going to be very much like trap team except for with fewer figures so um yeah pretty much yeah. i mean well the key is there's it depends on how many skylanders you want to be your guys right like mm. um because i don't imagine that we like in our home because mm-hmm. you can change your dude on the fly whenever you right. want so i think we're just gonna get three one mm-hmm. for the boys and one for me and then we're done with the trap things it's gonna yeah. be sensei um, and so I don't think it with the traps, you kind of had to catch them all. Right. You know, um, whereas here it's 30 bucks and we're done. Yeah. Um, and then we're catching sensei and we get two of them. Um, I mean, so 29 sensei, we're not going to get nearly all of them. We'll probably pick the class because each sensei is basically a class. Mm. Um, yeah. and so it's like, what class do you want your dudes to be? And then mm-hmm. you go get superpowers because it, it's, their superpowers for the class, but you can choose whatever class you want. This is okay. If you want yeah. like a super archer power, you go get an archer guy. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if Trigger Happy is one of the sensei, I'm going to buy Trigger Happy because he's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Trigger Happy is so stupid. I love that guy. <laughs> um, this reminds me, it's, it's really funny. Uh, when we were at Geek Girl Con... Last year, uh, when Pixel kind of had a table there, there was a kid that came up. We were talking to somebody, like their parents, about, I don't know, games in general. But Skylanders came up. And this boy is like, guess how many Skylanders I have? And I was like, uh, 10, you know, 15. And he's like, 65. <laughs> and I was like ready to hit the floor and then his dad was like oh no no but he got some of those from his cousins it's like he didn't want to look like this father that had bought 65 <laughs> skylanders for his kid um so Good lord that's a lot I yeah. know. Oh. exactly i was floored by it uh hmm. yes. there's so much parent shaming now there's really that no, is true. no limit that to is it, true. you know? Yeah, I know. I didn't even like, like, my reaction was like, oh, my God, you've collected that many. Not, oh, my God, your parent bought you that many. <laughs> you know, it's just. Yeah, but all, that the, was, all the parents yeah. are afraid, I think. 
Yeah. 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 I mean, he jumped right in there and was like, no, no, no. <laughs> so I felt bad. Um, but anyhow, so Imaginators launching on October 16th in North America. Yeah. So, and there will be a starter pack, as there is always a starter pack, like we mentioned, with the two figures. And I think it comes with one one crystal. Yep, is that it right? does. So, yeah, so we only have to buy two. Yes. So, <laughs> cool. So, is that partly going to be a holiday item, do you guys think? Oh, totally. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a big deal on holiday. Um, okay. I expect that we will have it beforehand, um, mm. partially because I think Activision might be sending it to me. Oh. Um, Cool. Because we, I review all their stuff. Um, this is, this is, I'm excited. I'm really excited. Yeah. Um, there's really no way around it. This is going to be really cool. Um, it, it's, it's not. It, it's, it is. I'm, I'm having trouble articulating how hype I am for this game. But, um, every time I think they can't do something cool, I'm like, all right, race cars and helicopters, and all right, create your own guy. Like, I don't know where they're going to go from here, but mm. I always say that, and they always do something. Um, interesting, did either of you guys notice the tagline of infinite possibilities? Oh, ha, ha. No, I, I did not notice that, but, when but thanks they, for bringing that out. Yeah. I wonder when they decide, their marketing team decided to throw that tagline in. Um, well, it had to have been a while ago, I would think. Are you mm-hmm. maybe, or did they not use it because Disney Infinity was around? They're like, all right, we don't want to, hmm. you know, imply some kind of connection. But now that they're gone, we can just do whatever we want. This maybe. is one of those things that we'll literally never know. Yeah, but I, I will always wonder. But yeah, infinite possibilities. That's like you know, off Skylanders, and I can go into this more when we're talking about what we're playing. But there was a new Harvest Moon announced today called Skyview Village, which sounds an awful lot like Stardew Valley. Just going to put that out there. <laughs> uh, you know, what Harvest you Moon was first, and I love Harvest Moon. Like I said, I've been, I've been playing Stardew Valley, so we can, we can talk about that later. I don't want to get too much into it. You, you, oh, so you mean Natsumi, like, was unoriginal? Right. Oh, well, I <laughs> think maybe... I'm totally stunned. They're, well, I think they're, they're taking a jab at Stardew Valley. That's what I really think. Mm. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Anyhow, so they're being passive-aggressive. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to that feature on pixelkin.org. Um, I know. I was writing the news story, and I started just going into like, well, Stardew Valley has this, but Harvest Moon has this, and this is more like this. And I'm like, this is way too content way too much content to put into a new story. <laughs> I need to write another story about this. Just, I hope you yeah. saved it. I'm sure it was good stuff. Yeah. Well, I stopped after about a paragraph because I'm like, yeah, no, this is going into way too much detail for a new story. <laughs> so, yeah. so I will write that later. Anyhow, back to Skylanders. I think this looks super cool. I haven't played Skylanders. I'm wondering if we might take the plunge this year because Anna is starting to. I don't know. We'll see. And test. I could test out Disney Infinity and Lego first because I very thankfully inherited those from Pixelkin. Thank you, Linda. Mm -hmm. Um, So, (laughs) so we'll try that that out first and see what she thinks of that. Um, So, yeah. Also, you should be able to get like a. There was a Skylanders Giants like starter pack mm. at like five and below here. Oh wow! You know what I That's mean? Cool. Like yeah, yeah. So, I, and this is something I recommend to a lot of folks. Like, if you don't mind, just go buy one of the older versions on Amazon mm-hmm. or whatever for basically nothing. 
and just especially if it's for a little kid because they don't need to know that there's all these other figures that can't work with it you know yeah um good idea so and a lot of them are used at gamestop i know you are loath to walk in that building (laughs) (laughs) but um that's certainly a thing yeah and you can get it for a song yeah that's a good idea that's a good idea might take that's what i I said I have to do the Disney Infinity one first. This was before, before I very thankfully inherited Disney Infinity from Pixelkin. We were in Toys R Us, and they have an Inside Out uh, playset. And this was when my daughter was still watching Inside Out and not terrified of anger. Um, so <laughs> um, we were like shielding. Like I was making sure that my body was between her and the shelf where the Inside Out thing was so that we wouldn't have to have her see that and be like, Mommy, can I get that? So, so yeah. yeah. Although we're still we're still pretty idiotic in the fact that we take our daughter with us to Toys R Us when we're buying things for other people. (laughs) Well, I don't know about idiotic, but there's some challenges there. We should talk about your strategy. It's worth noting: Skylander Spyro Adventure Starter Pack for PlayStation Three is fifteen dollars. Wow, that's cool. That's pretty good. That's cool. So, I mean, I don't know if you have PS3 kicking around, but. I do, but obviously it's not hooked up. Um, I'll, I'll just say, obviously it's not hooked up. I, I feel bad. I have all of the consoles. I should not, you know, brag about that or whatever. Check but your privilege. God. Check my privilege. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't need to hook up one more console. There's already like a tangle of wires <laughs> sitting around. It was totally because, a joke. I get it. Yes. I get yeah. It. No. Um, because even Isaac sometimes has his dev Xbox One at home, so there's another set of wires that gets tangled around. So, oh, you know, you yeah. know what? The total non sequitur. Bouncing back to the creation crystals, you know, yeah. these things are actually not as they are really nice. If you go to Amazon.com um, and look up Skylanders Imaginators, you actually see the fire creation crystal. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It looks. It it, it is not a trap. The, this is. I would say, I don't know if it's as much effort as a, uh, like a regular Skylander, but like the base is super nice and the crystals in the middle. Yeah, no, they did not cheap out on these. I'm looking through the pictures now. I don't know. I'm only seeing screenshots. Whatever. That's cool. I, I trust your, uh, your judgment there. No, so they're they're cool. really cool looking. I'm excited. <laughs> they're, they're attuned to each element and whatnot. So that, that's how they get you. That's how they'll get you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh but you know from the business side I was just thinking like if this if this manufacturing cost goes down for Activision it's going to make it easier for them to hit their numbers and I'm just like I said I'm really really excited to see what happens this fall like see how much Skylanders is going to sell they're going to be out there all by themselves. Um but again it's like the sixth iteration of the game. <laughs> so um I'm also curious to see if uh parents want to keep buying them. So this is the is this the second or the third that has been on this generation of consoles, Stephen? Do you know? Well, the real question is: Is there a trap team on Xbox One? Uh, yes, this is the third yes. Xbox. Okay. Uh, the because trap team was available on Xbox One and PlayStation okay. Four. All right, Coolio's. Yes. Um, so yeah, so that was that was just sort of my silly question because you talked about buying an old one and I'm just like, we're not going to hook up our old consoles. So maybe we should just, I wanted to make sure I could get, you know, what's crazy is I I just looked up the trap team for Xbox one. Didn't even Mm -hmm. look at the price. What? Um, Uh 
because I'm stupid. Um, <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, and, that's fine. Oh, it's $14. Wow, oh, that's pretty nice. cool. Yeah. 14, yeah. I'm sorry, for full disclosure, $14.28. Okay. <laughs> that 28 cents is going to make a big deal. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, that's stealing. Yeah. Yeah. Straight Good up deal. stealing. Also, it's got uh, food, uh, food Fight as the uh, guy, uh, one of the, okay. the non Traptanium guy, and it's literally a vegetable with a gun. <laughs> nice. He's, he's my favorite character in Trap Team. Yes. My God. Yeah, for $14, that's theft. And it, yeah. Vegetable with a gun that goes back to plants versus zombies. Literally. Um, Yes. Um, Okay. So, so that's Skylanders. Let us know what you think. You can send comments to hello at pixelkin.org. Now, we've got another, yet another entry into the CCG genre. There is a game in the Fable universe that's coming. Fable Fortune, or we think it's coming. That hasn't actually been funded yet. Fable Fortune uh, being developed by some of the people who used to work for Lionhead and now don't work for Lionhead anymore. We talked about that. We're all like, hey, you know, hopefully maybe some of them will start their own studio. And that is exactly what has happened. Um, and they are making this game. The game had actually been in development at Lionhead before the studio got shuttered. Oh. So they kind of went to Microsoft soft and it's like hey you know we've been working on this thing is it is it okay if we go ahead and finish it and microsoft was like yeah but we're not giving you any money so <laughs> which, which is understandable and they only have the the fran- the the rights to do this single game they're not getting the rights to the entire franchise hmm. fable franchise which you know i was my jaw was gonna drop and hit the floor if microsoft had just given away that that franchise um but anyhow so that does not sound like microsoft not the one i know <laughs> exactly um so this game looks uh it looks pretty familiar at least to steven and i so how how yeah. many is this how many is this now is this like the two millionth <laughs> it's too many I, I, this is the, now we've reached the like last week i thought we reached peak online ccg <laughs> now we really have fable i mean um really all we're waiting for is nintendo yeah, yeah. Right. all we're waiting for is nintendo and not including pokemon um yes. and it's it's fine i mean the, the reality is of all of these, some of them will succeed, some of them will fail. I don't know that this Kickstarter is actually going to fly. Hmm. Yeah. Um, it is not on pace to make it. Uh, three days in. Well, I mean, it's on pace to. Yeah. It's on pace to barely make it. Yeah. Um, because it's at about 11% three days in. It's a 30%. It's a 30 day campaign. So right. it's on pace to barely make it. Um, but the problem is with campaigns with with kickstarter campaigns like this you really need like if you don't fund very quickly like this is fable yeah right like mm-hmm. if if the, the, it's all it's really got going for it is the fable name mm. um and if the fable name isn't enough to boost it to um it, it isn't enough to boost it so that it funds within a day which is mm-hmm. likely what they were expecting i don't yeah. think they were expecting to have to grind out a campaign yeah. Um, you know. I, so they even held off like they held off like like there was an announcement. It's like the Kickstarter is going live today at such and such time. Like they were making it like a huge deal. Um just the Kickstarter itself just going live. So yeah, I definitely think that they 
they have seen things differently. And also Fable, like it's been a while since there has been a Fable game. Fable Legends was in development for like forever and then just kept getting delayed and delayed until it was canceled. Um, so I don't think the name has as much value as it had in the past when the, mm-hmm. you know, the regular games were were out. So, I mean, that's probably going against them, too. So I have a question. Yeah. yeah. Um, how alike do all these different collectible card games play? Are they pretty similar the way they play? or I think so. Yeah. Stephen, you so. played a few of them, right? Yeah. So, um, at the end of the day, they are, they all share one core mechanic in that you are right. building a deck and competing. Some of them, but they all have, a, I would have to play them all and really talk about like the subtle differences, which I was, um, I was actually gonna, gonna either write about it myself or pitch it to you guys. Um, the idea is, like, for example, the um, the Elder Scrolls game mm-hmm. has two lanes where um, instead of playing all of your creatures out kind of in front of you, um, you have two places that you like two lanes to you that you can attack hmm. and defend. So oh, cool. um, it is possible that I might, you know, if I put something on my left, I can't block on my right. Um, oh, so okay. if I put my big fatty on the left, fatty referring to a monster with a lot of health mm-hmm. being very careful with my language. Um, <laughs> if I put my monster with a lot of health on the left, then you can sneak your little weenie guys on the right and, mm. um, and nickel and dime me to death. Um, unless I do something to protect my rights. So, I mean, there's a, there's that, that tug of war on both sides. Yeah. That's a little different. Um, there's obviously differences in the animations, um, and some mm. of the subtle, like the quality of life stuff. Um, and obviously there's going to be a different level of polish um, because Blizzard is Blizzard um, yes. and other games just aren't the same. But as far as do they play, I, some of them we have no idea. We don't know what the Plants vs. Zombies one does. We don't know what the Rabbids one's going to do. My guess is that they're all going to be, we did Hearthstone and we have some different crap associated with it. Mm. I, I, that's yeah. what it, I, I bet. They're all following in Hearthstone's yeah. footsteps. Which is understandable, yeah. right? Because it's so popular. Hard yeah, get some of that Hearthstone yeah. money. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly. I mean, this totally. Uh, this is what happens uh, back in the Facebook uh, early days of Facebook gaming. You know, with actually Farmville was actually a copy off of uh, another game. It wasn't the first, but that's it's the one that got really popular. And then like a bazillion farming sim things showed up on Facebook. Right. So it's the same type of thing. Yep. Uh, yep. And so. I'm not surprised, uh, but it will be interesting to see. Uh, so this one, they say the game is almost done. So if they can get their money help, you know, if they can get their money, uh, then hopefully it, w- it would come out here pretty soon because none of the other ones are out yet. And I'm curious to see how they all play too. Although, um, you know, uh, Plants vs. Zombies is probably the most interesting to me just because I love Plants vs. Zombies and they've done a wonderful job keeping the the sense of humor in Garden Warfare. So I can only imagine what kind of silliness will be happening in the, <laughs> oh, man. In the Garden So Wars. much silly. Yeah. So, so much silly. That like, even if it is like a clone of Hearthstone, I would probably still give it a try. So anyhow. Of course you would. Of course you would. <laughs> Steve Lubitz told me, don't do it. <laughs> On Twitter, he's like, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, but it's for work. 
It's for work. Exactly. exactly, exactly. That's like when I posted on Twitter that it started playing Starview Valley. He's like, you're never going to get to legend if you do that. <laughs> like, okay, whatever. Oh, wow. Whatever. Yeah. Did you say that time is, is a, it, it, did you, did you go to him that time is a man-made societal construct <laughs> and that you will do as you please? <laughs> no, I did not. You should no. do that. I just chuckled that, and favored it. That'd be a so. great um, title for this episode. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, so Fable Fortunes. I mean, what number is that now? So we've got we've got Fable, we've got Plants vs Zombies, we've got Elder Scrolls. There's Star Wars. There's Rabbids. Am I leaving any out? There's Hearthstone. Well, Hearthstone, yes. No, nope, that's a thing. We can't forget it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then there is. Um, uh, Skylanders Battlecast. Yeah. That's seven. I don't think, I mean, I don't think that hits quite the same audience, though. Honestly, it's a little different. But yes, it it's is gonna, one. So we're, but it doesn't hit the same audience, but we're going to include Rayman Raving Rabbids. Okay, 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 gotcha. All right, so that's seven. Seven, that, and I know that I get press releases about a couple more that yeah. I don't really know about. Um, but so there was one that was on Kickstarter, like Hex something. Mm. So we'll we'll just round it out to say there's probably eight or nine in the yeah. marketplace right now, which is, you know what happened after Match of the Gathering blew up? Yeah. There was a Sailor Moon trading card game. There was a Marvel versus trading card game. There was a Gundam Wing trading card game. There was a Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles trading card game. Do I need to keep going? Um, yeah, no. And, and guess, guess what happened? Um, there, and then there yeah. was Pokemans, and then there was Yu-Gi-Oh!, and and then everything else. And literally now there is the Pokemans. <laughs> there is Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, I'm saying that because I listen to this podcast with my kids and they get real mad when I say Pokemans. Um, so there, I just did it again. Um, it really makes the, it makes my son super mad. And you Match know, when of the you Gathering. did that the first time, like a, it was a while ago, when you did that the first time, I'm like, he really knows how to pronounce that right. <laughs> it's like, I didn't yes, want to correct you. It is pronounced Pokemon. <laughs> I am not that, cr- but I'm trolling my children. Oh, okay, um, got it. Because that's that's a that is a father's right. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> Time honored dad thing. Yeah, absolutely trolling my yeah. children. Uh, so I mean, ten basically. I mean, there, there, yeah. there were fifty games. A friend of mine collects like abandoned CCGs. Oh wow! So mm. he has like boxes of. Like, he would wait until they would fail, and then he would buy them on clearance. So he has, like, boxes of these old, like, forgotten card games that they turn into basically just board games. It's like, I can't buy any more cards, but hey, check it out. I, we can draft and do all sorts of stuff. Um, the only things that get regular updates are Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, and Magic Gathering. Yes. I That's think what's going to sh- happen here. Yeah, I don't think I've shared this story on this podcast before, but I have a friend, um, Jody Raymond, who is actually now a member of Engaged Family Gaming Community. Um, her husband was at a garage sale, I don't know, somewhere around here, and there was like a box full of like random sort of nerdy gaming-ish type crap. And the lady's you like, yeah, you can, go, that. you can go through there and see. And, you know, like he knew immediately what he had. And she's like, you can have the whole box for 10 bucks. And they had a black legendary pack from Magic was in there, unopened. Oh. <laughs> so, so yeah, they, they, uh, they sold that for a few thousand dollars. <laughs> oh so, my gosh. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's like the you box. You buy that. For, 
Yes, I know exactly. A whole box for ten bucks. Hell yeah, we're gonna grab that. So, um, so yeah. Uh, that yeah, was- I mean, if you're on a tag sale site on Facebook and somebody's going, yeah, I got some of my my kids' old magic cards. Yeah. Um, unless you like really like this person, it's almost worth the gamble to pay whatever it is, and then put yeah. pictures of them on eBay and sell. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Especially if they look old. Right. Yes. But yeah, I couldn't believe that when she told me. She's like, unopened. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, mm-hmm. seriously? Like, I, I, you know, it's just people who aren't, or aren't in the gaming, you know, world community just it's don't garbage. understand. Yeah, it's they just garbage. don't understand. Yep. So, um, so anyhow, so CCGs, it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. Uh, do you know when any of these are coming out? Because Hearthstone's the only one that out nope. right None now. None of them have dates. None of them yeah. have dates. Um, yeah, like I said, we're, I'm, I'm, I, we're going to be doing a, I, I am going to be writing for some website, a tale of the tape for all of these. Cause I think <laughs> right. that it, I, I, at this point, that's all I can do. I mean, it's kind of like a console war. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is. Yeah. I'd love to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we might get some dates out of E3. Like I totally expect Bethesda to talk about their Elder Scrolls one. And that was uh, playable yeah, at PAX. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Oh, we PAX East, you mean? Well, yeah, that's the only PAX I can talk about, because oh, right. I'm not from Seattle. <laughs> right, Price. sorry. Um, yeah, so I was at PAX East, so I totally would have checked it out. Did you play it, Steven? No, because the line was from here to some small third world. I think there were people in Seattle, in line. <laughs> the line was so long. Okay. <laughs> and um, I bet you EA will say something about Plants vs. Zombies in their press conference, too. I just can't I- imagine... They Can't announced they the wouldn't. Star Wars one. Was that last year? I think it was last year that they announced That's the Star, Star Wars, Wars one. one. I'm going to be yeah. re- I'm going to be real right now. If I were a betting man, which I am not anymore, um, <laughs> I would bet that when this all shakes out, there's going to be Hearthstone, maybe one more, maybe Elder Scrolls, just because that line that name has some cachet. Yeah, and Star Wars, because you know what, dudes, Star Wars. Right, exactly. There is a whole army of Star Wars nerds that will play that just because they want to have their Darth Vader deck. Like, (laughs) I mean, if they make Boba Fett some kind of important character in that, yeah, nerds from everywhere. (laughs) And I mean this, like, I dress up like an elf on the weekend, so I can't really, like, I don't mean that in a a pejorative way. It's just, like, whoa nerds are going to play that Star Wars game. Star Wars, yeah. I don't know that it's going to overtake Hearthstone because Hearthstone has a huge lead, but if they came out mm-hmm. at the same time or even close, forget about it, Hearthstone. You, you can't compete with Star, Star Wars. But yeah. Hearthstone's just too established now. It's just too late. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to abandon Hearthstone and go start over, uh, you know, to make, even if it is Star Wars, you know, so. I know at I mean, least Anecdotally, I know at least twenty people who would play both. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, that's too much for me either. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you're a mom, right? Yes, yes. That's uh, you're also a responsible adult. <laughs> <laughs> most times, most of the time. I, I'm not. I don't mean like a boring responsible adult. I mean, you're not one of like them. But you're not like a. Com- you're not like one of those. You know what I'm talking about, right, Linda? T- yes. Get, defend me here, Linda. You know what I mean. There's responsible adults that are like super boring, mm-hmm. and then there's responsible <laughs> adults that are just not complete idiots. You are not that. 
Oh, thank you. What a compliment, Stephen. Wow. <laughs> you are not a complete <laughs> idiot. Let's put that on the let's put that in her bio on pixelkin.org. Not right. a complete idiot. That might be yeah. the title of this episode, honestly. Uh, I always go through looking for Steven's best line, and that's usually where I find my title. You know, yeah. I think I think the time is a man-made construct is is a little bit better. It's a little it's a little stuffier, but yes, it, Nicole is not a complete idiot. It works. Um, but we have way more news to get to because yes. because we're an, we're almost an hour in, and we're on item two. Yes, and the second well, one wasn't even on the list. Yeah, uh, no, I mean, I assume. I assumed that we're not going to get through all of this, so that's okay. So, No Man's Sky has been delayed, uh, which, you know, is not a big deal. I didn't really even know anything about this game until I looked it up today. So, really? um, it's Aren't a, you a procedure- games journalist. <laughs> God, Stephen. I, I love you, Nicole. <laughs> uh, he's totally taking Simone's role on this podcast. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so it's a procedurally generated, like, space survival-ish type thing. At least that's what I could gather from what I read. But anyhow, this poor developer has been getting death threats because he delayed the game, which is insane. And not only has he gotten death threats, the person who wrote about the story on Kotaku has gotten death threats. Oh, my God. It's insane. I mean... Yeah. The it's a it's a game about like kind of exploration and space travel. The reality is, yeah. I don't care what it's about. Like you shouldn't be sending people death threats about manhunt, which is literally about death threats. Like it's just <laughs> it's just crazy. Like guys, come yeah. on. We spent so long as a gaming community struggling to abandon the cloak of shame that was yeah. living in our parents' basements. I mean, I say that sitting in my own basement, but whatever. <laughs> right it's my office it's but my it's, office yeah but okay? it's it's your basement that's what's important yeah. um <laughs> like we the the image of that guy playing world of warcraft in that south park episode is what they is what society thought was us yes and we fought long and hard to abandon that stereotype and then yeah. we have this crap yes i get it man you get emotionally i get emotionally invested in my games too and i'm excited and I'm happy. And you know what? When I read the news that it was delayed, I was super disappointed. Yeah. But, bro, just play some Overwatch. It's not <laughs> like there's no other games to play. Like, there's, right. that, that's what, like, if it was it, if it was the only game. Yeah. Then I could still see being, like, upset, maybe shed a tear. But <laughs> this is, but the, come, <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Yes. Like, this is Chris Carter from ESPN. Come on, man. Just right. Play, yes. play some Overwatch. For the, the love other of God. thing too, and the other thing too is that it's not even a huge delay. The original release date was June twenty first. It's been pushed to August 9th. That is nothing. That's just like a little more than a month. And uh, you know, it's not like it got delayed till next year. <laughs> you know, this isn't yeah. this isn't a huge delay. So yeah, yeah, exactly. The whole thing's insane. Um, especially people um getting on Jason Schreier from Kotaku's um case about spreading lies right? which is just yes. come on man like reporters know things that you don't know that's how journalism works that's yes. why he's a journalist that's why he is arguably one of the best journalists out there because he has connections he knows people he is fast you know i mean he heard wind of that in some reddit forum or something and immediately had text messages to his connections all over the place because 
That's what he does. That's his livelihood. Mm-hmm. To assume that he's just spreading lies. Like, what What benefit does he gain from trashing No Man's Sky? The whole idea right. is just so... Like, the tinfoil hat syndrome on that just blew my mind. Yeah. And then people getting on Sean Murray, who is arguably one of the nicest guys in game development. Obviously, mm-hmm. except for Nicole's husband. He is the <laughs> nicest guy in game development. I have to say that because his wife is on the podcast. I don't want to. I don't want to make her mad, but like, come on, you know? Yeah. Oh, it's just so Yeah, stupid. I mean, at least, uh, you know, Sean Murray, he's kind of taken it all in stride and he's being funny about it. So his, his tweet says, I have received loads of death threats this week, but don't worry. Hello games now looks like the house from home alone. Hashtag pillow fort. So <laughs> at least he's, uh, you know, he's not getting too upset about it, which is Thank always goodness. a good thing. Yeah. So. Okay, let's see here. So, some new rules have been in it, have been put into place in Minecraft, saying that companies and political parties cannot use Minecraft as a tool to market their various products slash ideas. Which I don't play Minecraft. I didn't even realize that there was a this was a thing. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Stephen, do you guys do you guys play Minecraft at all? We do. Um, I okay. just play it every day. Um, not recently because of Overwatch, but um, yeah, they love it. Um, I guess that means I have to scrap my plans of creating a giant EFG logo in Minecraft and streaming it <laughs> twenty four hours a day. Like that was going to be my plan, but right. <laughs> I mean, this may—I didn't know that this wasn't already a rule. Like, you yeah, I like, know. This is one of those things that was obviously something they didn't think of. When yeah. they weren't owned mm-hmm. by Microsoft. And then Microsoft was right. like, wait, you didn't think of that already? And then they just did it. Yeah. 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 And it makes total sense. I mean, come on, guys. This is another, it's Microsoft stuff. You don't use the Master Chief to, to promote your political party. You know, you shouldn't <laughs> do that with Steve. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, that just Good reminds move. me of, you know, you don't want it to turn into, um, Second Life. Second Life was like crazy, just like all marketing all the time stuff. I tempted to play that at one point, and I'm like, this is this is really stupid. I don't want to waste my time with this. It's all commercials, basically. <laughs> you create so a 3D like avatar, Facebook. and yeah, go look at commercials. Yeah, I know, but Facebook, I actually am interacting with my friends. Nobody else was playing Second Life, so I was pretty much out there on my own. So anyhow. But Polygon has the story. They have an awesome picture of a Verizon cell phone that has been created in Minecraft. <laughs> I highly suggest you go look at this picture because it is it's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, well, it's a good idea to be more careful about that with kids, too. And yeah, mostly it is kids who play Minecraft. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so just a, a note to um, if fans or people, you know, who play the game that aren't related to the company slash political party, if they want to make something and there's no they're just being creative and they love something like if somebody wanted to build a Master Chief because they love Halo, but it's Microsoft hasn't. Did, hasn't done it themselves. 343 hasn't done it. It's just somebody who likes Master Chief does it. Then that's fine. It's it's only um, people who are doing stuff specifically to market things. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how you prove that they. Well, it, it, there's a there. That's a slippery slope. But yeah, they cover their bases. They just don't want. They, they just don't want certain political candidates creating their their foppy hair in um yeah <laughs> in Minecraft and and doing that thing. Yeah. Oh, please, please yeah. not that. 
<laughs> At least then you okay. could spawn a whole bunch of Endermen and have them tear it apart. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That was kind of graphic, but whatever. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to mention something here real quickly before we get into uh, what we've been playing. So, if you haven't bought an Xbox One yet, there are a ton of bundles that are on sale. They're like 50 bucks less than they usually are. So the there's a quantum uh quantum break bundle, five hundred gigs for two ninety-nine, Rainbow Siege six, a terabyte for three nineteen. So, you know, a terabyte you won't need any extra storage or you shouldn't. Like I think I've said on this podcast before, we got the when we got the Xbox one, we had the five hundred gig one and we ran out of space so fast it was not even funny. So now we have a five terabyte uh hard drive. To, and I don't think we'll I hope we won't run out of space again. Um but then also there's uh Tom Clancy's division terabyte Xbox One name your game bundle, five hundred gigs, and I'm pretty sure that you get to pick, I'm assuming, it's just a Microsoft published game for that one. Uh, yeah, so basically $319 for the terabyte bundles, $299 for the uh, 500 gig bundles. So, however, with all of this stuff being on sale, it makes me speculate that, hey, you know what? Microsoft's getting ready to announce something else, which is why they're dropping, dropping the price on everything else. So, so as a yeah. result, I would officially recommend that, and so does Polygon, because they wrote an article about this. Don't buy one right now. Wait. Yes. E3 is in two weeks, which is terrifying for me and Nicole. <laughs> um, but for everybody else that doesn't have to work that day, like, just wait. Just wait. Yeah. Because Sony and Microsoft are both expected to come out on their stage um, on Monday and announce their junk. So Tuesday, yeah. the 14th, then you can make a decision. Um, and if you want to make a decision... Come to EngageFamilyGaming.com or Pixelkin.org. One of those two sites will have some kind of a recommendation. Okay, now that they've announced it, now here's what you can do. Yes. Um, because you don't want to go and buy it and then find out that the other thing that they're going to sell is something you actually wanted because it's not, you just don't. These are hundreds of dollars. Just wait. Yes. Just wait yes. two more weeks. Yes. Trust me. Okay. I don't know how much, I don't know how likely the new consoles, I, okay, so... The the 4K PS4 again not completely confirmed, but it's it's close to that. I know that that I think they were scheduling that to come out this year, but I don't know if any of the new uh, again not confirmed uh, Xbox ones would actually come out this year. I don't know. We'll Still worth waiting because you yeah. never know. And yes, it might not be because it might be irrelevant, right? Like it may yes. be that it's so high end that all it is is just for virtual reality which you might not care about at which point yeah. forget it you may not care but yeah the opportunity cost is super low just don't yeah. buy one for two weeks and then get one on yeah. tuesday i mean yeah it's mm -hmm. not like they're hard to find it's not like if you find one you're like oh crap i gotta get this one because i'll never get another one so just wait two weeks it's not a big deal yeah if it's a graduation gift buy them a gift card tell them to wait <laughs> right exactly okay. they'll be happier uh, trust me They'll be happy. Yes. And by the way, I just want to say that I am not terrified at E3. In case you hadn't noticed, Stephen, this isn't my first rodeo. I know how to deal with E3. <laughs> <laughs> you may be terrified. I am not. <laughs> this is, in fact, not my first rodeo either, covering it remotely. So, um, but I st it's, it's a hyperbole it's a as a thing. Work. You're aware of that, like, 
you know, <laughs> dramatic element that can be added to a conversation by exaggerating one's emotions for effect. Yeah. Are you aware? You're yes. aware of that, right? Did I that am. Come although, although in is, like my condes- my circle- is my condescension coming across, Linda? <laughs> well, I it, just it, have to say, I have seen Nicole pound out articles like nobody's <laughs> business, man. She is. She's the best. I, she's a professional. Yeah. Oh, I am man. a lowly. Am- I am a lowly amateur. Yes. Of course, so you know, I, in most of in most of my circle now, it's people talk about how we're not going to E3. Like, yeah. I'm so glad I'm not going to E3. <laughs> like that is the thing because like most of uh most of my friends have gone into game development and, you know, most game developers do not go to E3 unless they are working. So, um and then they're working. So they yeah. don't get a chance to to experience it much so it's exhausting yeah that's for sure it can be remotely yeah. covering it is nothing though compared to being there trying right. to cover it. it's insane yeah i'm jealous i'm gonna go eventually <laughs> yeah well the other thing that um that again i don't i need to check my privilege here but since i got approved for a pass like pr people get access to the list of everybody who's been approved so now I am on everybody's list and the emails are pouring in from everybody, including like little small developer here that I'll, I'll actually those people I try to respond to and say, look, I'm not coming to the show. Keep me updated on your game because I'm written. I, the person who writes me is a developer and not a PR firm. Um, so, but yeah, my, my email is getting flooded, which, you know, again, check my privilege, but it's, uh, it makes it difficult hey, to a- find the important emails. If there's any of those leads you don't want, I mean, I, I know an email address. You could just send them to the trash. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's all we're going to get through for news. So let's, uh, yeah, let's jump into what we're playing. Um, I'm going to take a guess and say that Steven has been playing Overwatch. Holy crap, I've been playing an irresponsible <laughs> amount of Overwatch. <laughs> um, yeah, looks, so much it Overwatch. Looks so, it looks so much fun. Yo, it's so good. It's so yeah. good. I mean, it might make you guys puke, so you probably can't. We talked a lot about mm. simulation sickness last week. Um, but, um, yeah, man, it's really good. I am finally starting to learn all the different characters and... I'm uh, what I'm learning is something that I learned from one Ben Cuchera over at Polygon. Um, he wrote an, an article about the coolest feature of Overwatch that no one is using, mm. which is the fact that every time you die, you can respawn as another character. And some people think of that as, oh, well, if you try somebody new, you know, and I always looked at it as, oh, well, I can try somebody new. And if it stinks, I can go back to like my standby. Well, well, really right. what that means is. The combat is dynamic, so you're presented with different situations where sometimes you literally just need a different guy. So mm. I will literally like run into the fray and be like, hey, kill me, and then I'll die, and then I'll come back as the character who is ideal. So, for example, if I'm fighting a group of people that are in a really small hallway, and they're all like really lumping up on each other, I'm going to go get myself killed, come back in as Farah who flies around and has a giant rocket launcher. Mm. And if I have people and then do more damage, or if I am um, fighting against a bunch of guys that are like hiding around corners, because there's a couple of maps where you can do that, I'll switch to Junkrat. And he has a grenade launcher that you can throw the grenade, you shoot the grenades, and they can bank off of walls. 
So mm. I'm just like, hey, you can't see me. Boop, boop, boop. And then you just drop grenades like in their lap. And and he's Australian and funny and, you know, whatever. So the fact that I can just use that ability to respond to the scenario that the game and my opponents are presenting me mm-hmm. is the coolest thing. Um, and every character has a foil, right? Like they all have yeah. like the dude you're supposed to play to counter this other strategy. And right. it's amazing. This, this is, uh, I mean, it's, it has, ta- it has overtaken stick bolt, um, for, <laughs> uh, my current game of the year. Um, and uh, I'm feeling yes. a little worried about Final Fantasy 15 later because I don't Uh-oh. think it's going to live up to Overwatch, man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> um, I don't think anything can. This game is super crazy. My sons are able to play because it's very accessible. Um, and they're going to keep pumping out new characters and game modes and maps. And this is Blizzard. So it's not like they're going to put out a new character every couple of months and it's just going to get out of control. I can't wait. This I can't say <laughs> enough good stuff about it. This game yeah. is absolutely freaking amazing. If you own a console or a PC that can run it, buy this game as long as it won't make you <laughs> yeah i don't know I, I would probably be okay with it like first person shootery type things i'm okay with it's the whole parkour thing of mirror's edge that that i couldn't deal with so um so linda what have you been playing you know i haven't been playing but um i have excuses okay and <laughs> things i've been doing instead of playing um the first one was i went to see lindy west at town hall Mm-hmm. And she wrote this book named Shrill. Yeah. Um, so she's one of these women who's been harassed on Twitter and on the internet for her views as an outspoken. She calls herself fat woman. Um, and she actually confronted one of her trolls. And there's a very famous episode on This American Life uh-huh. where she actually talks to one of her trolls and he apologizes to her. And it's I totally recommend that. You guys yeah. got to go hear that if you haven't heard it yet. And then over the weekend, I went to SciFest in LA, and I mm. got to see one of my favorite Star Trek actors, Tim Russ, who played Tuvok on Voyager um, on stage. That was fun. And then I went to, speaking of motion sickness, <laughs> Universal Studios, and uh, went on the new Harry Potter ride, oh. which is infamous. And I, from <laughs> firsthand experience, it's infamous for making people barf. And I did not barf. Well, okay. <laughs> Yay, I didn't barf, but boy. Wow. What what I'll, kind of like ride is it? Like Well, it's um you're in, you're on this track and uh-huh. so this thing moves around a lot. Like it's kind of a cross between a roller coaster and a VR ride, you know, okay. one of those free, yeah, yeah. 3D rides. You put on the goggles and then you're flying around Hogwarts following mm. um you're following Harry Potter on his broom and stuff. Right, right. Spoiler, spoiler alert. I do not <laughs> recommend ever going on this ride because <laughs> even my husband who who is a sailor and never gets sick was yeah. just sicker than a dog. So, <laughs> there you go. Anyway, yes. Yeah, but it was, it was, uh, it would have been fun if it hadn't been that. Yeah. Well, how was the Harry Potter? Like, they have a whole, like, little world area type thing for Harry Potter, right? Yeah. Yeah. They opened that up recently. It's 
fabulous. Yeah. It is so cool. The, the, it, you know, I guess it's the Hollywood set design people, but it's, mm. it's amazing. Like the whole village, Hogsmeade, right? Oh, yeah. Hogsmeade. Yeah. Right. So the whole village and the, the castle and it's huge and, yeah. um, it's really cool. Yeah. I totally awesome. recommend that part. Just don't go on the ride. <laughs> yeah. yeah or close um, your eyes you know yes. then why would you go on it so yeah yeah so i'm gonna mention two games quickly and then get into more detail on one game so playing hearthstone obviously i got up um yesterday i was on a i was on a pretty good win winning streak i got all the way up to all four stars on rank 15 and then i got beat which always makes me i guess probably make everybody mad they break your win streak anyhow um so at that point i'm like okay i will keep playing as long as i win the next time i lose i'm just gonna stop so that i could sit uh at my highest rank for um for the end of the season which if you don't know they have a new season every month so and then i lost right again the next the next game i'm like okay that's it. I'm going to put it down. I'm just going to sit at that rank, which it was actually great because it gave me a chance to play something else. And like I mentioned before, playing more Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2 as Colonel Corn with his butter glasses. Oh, and this other cool um, customization thing that I got is like a collar that is a cereal bowl uh, of cornflakes with a spoon <laughs> sticking out of it. So... Um, so yeah, I I love that game so much. And the funny thing is, is I'm having a blast just playing it by myself. Like I've only gone into like multiplayer with other people besides my husband, like just uh, a couple times. I'm just loving single player type stuff and leveling up the characters and all that kind of stuff. So, and then yeah. final game, I have succumbed to the peer pressure and started playing Starview Valley. Stardew Valley, excuse me. I'm getting the, I'm already getting the Harvest Moon name mixed up with <laughs> Stardew Valley. Um, it's cool. It is awesome. It is like Harvest Moon Plus, which is basically the, I think the best way to describe it. It's very much like the old school Harvest Moon games, except for it's got some, a little extra stuff built in. Um, lots of people, you know, say that it's, it's so much better than, than Harvest Moon. And I would say that it might be better than an individual Harvest Moon game, but different games in Harvest Moon have had different elements that, you know, Stardew Valley kind of just combines all of those great elements. Like, uh, you know, it's got your farming, it's got your, you know, life sim type things. You got mining. The difference here is that there are monsters in the mine. Although honestly, the combat is really nothing more than swinging a sword. Um, so, uh, but yeah, one of the things that's disappointing to me, cause it's like, one of the things I always like to do is, uh, get married and have a, have a kid. But all of the male, eligible male characters in Stardew Valley are a bunch of whiny jerks. I'm just like, <laughs> they are. They're terrible. Like, Aww. all of them are like, I don't want to talk to you. I'm like, okay, well, screw you. Then the one guy that does talk to me, like, there's a little, um, image of what they because everything's in sprites it's all retro art so there's an image of what the character looks like that pops up when you're talking to them and the one guy who's nice looks like fabio and i just i can't get past that so yeah um but anyway you know, it's a fictional character right so I know, I know i just that that um aesthetic is not pleasing to me so i will not be pursuing that person as a romantic interest although it's cool because this is the first time i've ever played a game like that where i'm actually trying to just make friends <laughs> with people as opposed to just trying to track down the the guy that i decide to marry um 
So another thing that, that's cool about it is um, it's got this extra kind of really deep element. There's like a dilapidated uh, community center that that you're trying to like just fix up and, you know, make better. So there are these little um, basically they're like fetch quest things or little bundles that you have to complete. Like there's, you know, you have to move your fall crops or summer crops or, you know, different recipes and all that kind of stuff. And you have to bring these things to the to the community center and then, you know, put them together and if you unlock like they're all set on a tree if you unlock all the bundles on the tree then you get like a huge huge reward um but you get a reward for any of them that you do and most recently i got a i got a sprinkler reward which is really awesome because in order to craft that you can craft things in the game obviously it was going to take an insane amount of resources to craft that and i just got it given to me which is awesome and I guess, you know, sprinkler is very, very important in a game in which you have to water plants and doing so one by one with a watering can uses up a lot of energy. So having a sprinkler is very handy because you don't have to do anything. Um, but anyhow, uh, like I said at the, the top of the show, I have lots of feels to use Steven's terminology about this and Harvest Moon. Um, the other reason why I think it might have gotten so popular is just simply because it's on PC and there's never been a Harvest Moon on PC. So hmm. I think, you know, this is this is a new experience for people who play PC games anyhow. So, so that's yeah. my deal. I'll be writing a, a very lengthy, probably will be lengthy story yeah. about it. Um, anyhow. So uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, or feedback, you can send those to hello at pixelkin.org. Linda and I work for Pixelkin. We are a website for gamers with kids. So you will find information on your hardcore games all the way down to great apps for preschoolers. And you can reach me on at Nicole Tanner on Twitter. You can find Pixelkin at Pixelkin underscore org. You can find Linda at Lydia Storm. And then on Facebook, we are simply Pixelkin. Steven, as mentioned, is editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming. And he can be found lots of places on the web, too. Where are those places, Steven? Thanks, Nicole. So, as said before, I am the editor and founder of EngageFamilyGaming.com. We are a pretty cool website, if I do say so myself. You can find us all over the place. First, this is not the only podcast I appear on, nor is it the only podcast Nicole appears on, because occasionally she's on mine, too. I am the host of Engage, a family gaming podcast. We alternate weekly, talk about board games, video games, etc., and so forth. This week is Video Game Week. Lots of cool stuff to talk about. So look for us there on the iTunes, on the Google Play, when I get that to work, and on Stitcher. Um, you can also find us on Twitter. That's at EF Gaming. You'll sense a trend here. That's Engaged Family Gaming is on Facebook. Most importantly, join the fun over at our Facebook community. Linda and Nicole have both already done so. That is Engage, uh, that is slash community um and yeah it's a lot of fun we enjoy ourselves um and every day i do a new uh, news feature where i do a live video from my car and it's really fun you can find that on our facebook page nice thanks nicole bye yeah. everybody <laughs> right. thanks so much for listening and we'll be back with you next week bye bye